Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. We're looking at this COVID reality and from many different perspectives. And one of them is the small business perspective. And you know we've talked with Dan Kelly many, many times, the president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, representing small and medium-sized businesses across Canada. Mr. Kelly is back with us, as is Paul, who we spoke with some months ago, who uh, started a a restaurant in uh, the province of Ontario and uh, has been, well, as so many other small businesses have been, have been struggling. And Mr. Um, Paul, actually ran into another reality, and that is that it was a new small business, so he didn't qualify for many of the government programs for whatever reason. That, well, there's no reason for that. There isn't. Dan Kelly, thank you for coming back on the show. How are you, Dan? (laughs) Doing well, Roy. Happy to be with you. Yes, sir. Paul, how are you? Fine, thank you, Dan. Yeah, it's good to have you back. I'm going to talk to you, Paul, and get you to share with us what your concerns are, and I know you've prepared something for us. Dan, let me start, though, with... uh, with the generic question for you, what's the current, it's generic and it's, it's new at the same time, what's the current reality for small business across this country? Well, look, there have been fresh lockdowns in several provinces across the country. Uh, British Columbia has locked down some businesses. Uh, the province of Saskatchewan in the Regina area has got fresh lockdowns. Ontario, now another month of lockdown province-wide. Uh, Quebec uh, as well. So we've got a bunch of the population, probably more than, well, definitely more than half of Canada's population in markets where businesses are locked down. Right across Canada, we have businesses uh, whose customers are being told that they should stay at home uh, other than perhaps a weekly trip to the grocery store. So for small firms that depend on in-person service, uh, either in a restaurant setting, service sector, retail setting, there are tons of them that are just right now seeing their customers either non-existent or in an incredibly limited way. Over half of small businesses in Canada right now are either fully or partially closed, and that's pretty hard to come back for. So, so, so let me just ask you one follow-up question here, Dan, before we talk to Paul, and that is this. Given the fact that we have a pandemic underway, given the fact that there are the variants, given the fact that we have an extremely slow rollout of vaccines in Canada, what's the what's the sensible solution? What have you what have you proposed to the political leaders in this? Country? Yeah, well, look, I mean, there what businesses are asking for is some alternatives to the restrictions. Uh, alternatives have been tried and tested in in some parts of the country. Sorry, in some parts of the world, but. Canada has not rolled out rapid testing. I mean, you think about a hair salon. They could test their, their test, test their stylists a couple times a week to ensure that they do not have COVID, and then with masks, physical distancing, and all the rest of it, continue to serve customers. Uh, that hasn't happened. The vaccine rollout, of course, and understandably, is focused on elderly populations, but, but Ontario just this week, and I, I congratulate them for doing this, has pivoted to, to doing hotspots and vaccinating more people that are in jobs that that need to be done in person. And I think that that's a smart way of approaching this. 
finally, we need to see a, a return to some degree of contact tracing. Not that business owners are opposed to restrictions. They understand that we're still dealing with the deadly pandemic and they're concerned, like everybody, about a third wave. But they're asking for something different than a blanket lockdown that hasn't really worked all that well and is killing small businesses in the process. Okay, so let's talk to Paul now who is a small business owner, restaurant owner, in the province of Ontario. We spoke with you, Paul, some months ago as you were challenged uh, keeping your business going. Where are things now and what's the message? I know you prepared something for us. What's the message? Actually, yes, unfortunately, the things have been more worse than expected in the last one year, especially more from this four weeks lockdown province-wide. First of all, the Ford government has tried its best, but at the end of the day, they have failed to flatten the curve. Every time Mr. Ford says that he is following medical expert advice, but let's see where they're taking us from last one year. Nobody is certain where they're taking us. Next thing is coming over there. There has been no statistics showing that the small businesses, especially restaurants, are the major cause for community spread, but they're the first to close. Why? No reason for that one. Small businesses are most vulnerable and has been punished most. Apparently, you can get a COVID at a small business, but not at Walmart or Costco, etc. So same tomato which you can touch it by 15 people at Costco or Walmart is good to bring home from a big box, but not from a small business. How is it fair for a small business to be treated being fair from the beginning? Carry on. Also, I know also, there's some other things you want to say. Yeah, sure. Also, the federal government has been totally unfair from the beginning with the new businesses by disqualifying them from Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy, Canada Emergency Rent Subsidy, SIBA, and so on. All the new businesses are falling through cracks which government has failed to fill in the last 12 months. When will the federal government modify their policies to cover CEWS, CERS, etc., to cover all these new business who are about to shut down? There's another unfairness in government policy that whenever Mr. Ford is shutting down the whole Ontario for four weeks, they give a grant for 10 to 20K depending on the business. But the Toronto and Peel region who are suffering the most out of the whole Ontario since last six months, who has not seen a single customer in the restaurant, what's the extra compensation for them? You're closing them, they're following all the policies. And they're on the verge of filing bankruptcy and lost their hard-earned investment. And even they're about to lose their houses. Mm-hmm. Also, all the new businesses have to pay the full rent full wage, bank loan payment, SBL payment. And what you're doing, you're keeping them closed from last six months. Only one week dine-in in last six months, and that's also with very limited capacity. These are spent with 100 or 200 seats by spending $1 million or half a million dollars. They were not built for takeout. They were built for fine dine-in. Yeah. Uh, I'll, go ahead. Uh, no, I... Uh, Dan, what uh, what Paul is saying, and he's specifically pointing at the province of Ontario, the Toronto region, because that's where he is. Would you say that you would hear the same from uh, all the provinces where we broadcast, uh, including 
Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, and British Columbia. Is the argument from the small, or the position and the concerns of the small business community, particularly the restaurant order, similar or the same? It's similar. I wouldn't say the same. Most other provinces, Ontario has been the worst, I will say, because they've used lockdowns as almost a semi-permanent policy, Roy. Most provinces, British Columbia actually has done a better job, I would say. They have used lockdowns very sparingly. Saskatchewan has tried to keep more small businesses open. I think Scott Moe has has understood that this is going to cause pressure. Alberta, uh, you know, they they did some of the dumb things like every province in the first lockdown, but they avoided some of these measures in the in the second. So, yeah, I mean, Quebec and Manitoba, I would say, somewhere in between, they've been a little bit more aggressive. I would, it's, it's a struggle, because we understand that governments need to take some actions, but the way that they're doing it is mm-hmm. just so overboard, especially in the province of Ontario. So here we are, and we're um, a year plus into this, a year plus since you and I, Dan, first started talking about the impact of the pandemic on small business, and I go back to what you said to us not so long ago, and that is that a quarter million plus small businesses are on the verge of disappearing for good, and most of us can know we've been somewhere over the last month or two or three, and we've seen small businesses just closed, uh, all kinds of small businesses. So here we are, a year plus into this, and the situation is becoming even more challenging for small business in much of the country. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.